Welcome to Utah, Chris Kemp. You're the CEO of Astra, and you're going to be taking stage in just a couple of minutes. So thanks for snagging a couple of minutes with us here on the CEO.com show for, for Silicon Slope yeah. Summit. Yeah. So is it fair to say you're a space geek? I think so. I worked for NASA. I was a CTO of NASA, so I guess that, that probably qualifies me. Okay. And you're launching rockets into space is the way I'm saying this. But what are you guys actually doing at Astra? What's your mission? Well, our mission is to improve life on Earth from space. And how we think about that is, how do we create a healthier and more connected planet? And so today, we're focused on getting things into space that help us understand the Earth, connect the Earth, people on the Earth, things on the Earth. And then as we start to get things into space more and more frequently, we want to make it even easier for companies that might have some great idea to get that, that camera, that sensor, that radio, that, that application running in space. Because right now it's really hard. You have to build a satellite. You have to figure out how that stuff works. And what we're trying to build is a platform, kind of like Amazon Web Services, but it's in space. And so we're trying to reduce the barrier to entry for entrepreneurs that want to try to do things in space to not put people in space because there's some people working on that. Mm -hmm. uh, William Shatner just landed <laughs> a friend of mine about an hour ago. That's well under control. But what's not under control is just getting technology into space and, and really that rapid, high-frequency, low-cost uh, access to space. Okay, so you're saying setting things into space. You've given mm -hmm. us a couple of examples, but give me like an actual <clears throat> practical application of what you'd be sending out there and how this would benefit people here on Earth. Right, so people have been trying to figure out how to connect things, observe things for thousands of years, right? So typically what you do is you climb to the top of a mountain and you build an observatory or you build a telescope or you put a big radio antenna up there, right? Space is like one click higher it's like the ultimate high ground and so you know normally people don't hang out at the tv station's radio tower it's just a transmitter and so what we're trying to do is figure out the most efficient way to build that infrastructure in space so that we can have global observations of weather global observations of methane co2 cool. what's happening here we can connect the billions of of smart devices and and allow them to get the data you know from a car or something back to the cloud and I think that's a very different kind of thing mm -hmm. than, you know, settling Mars or, or going and taking tourists up to space for a few minutes. So how did you get into this? Yeah, I've always been really excited about platforms. So um, I, I was working for NASA for about five years. We built a thing called OpenStack, uh, which was like Amazon Web Services, but basically democratized for everyone else. And I realized that, well, Amazon was doing a great job with Amazon Web Services, and, and that really was the thing to do is to just build something that people could build things on top of, right? Because if mm. you focus on one thing, then you might accomplish that one thing. But if you focus on a thing that lets a million flowers bloom, like thousands of entrepreneurs be successful. So we found all these companies that were building small satellites that were unable to get to space. And so that was the first mission for the company is let's provide daily access to space. Let's build a small launch vehicle that can get from anywhere on Earth to anywhere in space. And let's solve this problem of space access. And so that was really the genesis of the company. And we started it just five years ago. And uh, you know, we've since made it to space, taken the company public, and are building a big rocket factory where we can start to manufacture more and more and more rockets. This is crazy. I know that you live in this world where it's just normal to think about sending things and even people to space. And you talk about this in your industry all the time. But for 
people that are like kind of stepping away from that. This is mind blowing what you guys are actually doing. What are you forecasting or what are you seeing happening in the future, whether that's a couple of years or decades down the road? Yeah, well, it's actually mind blowing for me. I mean, mm -hmm. as a kid, the idea that William Shatner, you know, Captain Kirk would mm -hmm. actually go to space and that he would do it with one of my best friends you know, blows my mind, right? Yeah. So I think that when you look at the scale of things like the Starship that SpaceX is building, it is pretty mind-blowing, but it's actually happening. You know, mm -hmm. we're actually seeing more launches, more access to space. Uh, we were the first company to go public on NASDAQ earlier this summer in the space tech industry. Congratulations. Then, thank you, yeah, but, but it's, we're not the last. Like mm -hmm. I think a bit, like 10 other companies have gone public since us. They're all space tech companies. And so a whole new category has been created that we're calling space tech, uh, because it's it's true entrepreneurial technology companies rapidly iterating, building new capabilities in space. And so if you play that forward, there's going to be an exponential growth in the amount of applications in space, an exponential decrease in the cost of building applications in space. And I think uh, the sky's the limit, literally. <laughs> literally, right? And figuratively. <laughs> Very cool. So you're here at Tech Summit right here in Utah. Tell me about what your take is on the community here in this bursting at the seams tech world that we've got. Yeah, well, I look out at the audience and I see future entrepreneurs that are going to build space companies. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that that is So you're recruiting here. That's what's oh, happening. I'm, I'm recruiting. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I think that uh, we see, we've never before seen an opportunity for someone to say, I'm going to start a space company and then do it and then get it funded and mm -hmm. then have something in space. Uh, that, that was a several billion dollar proposition a decade ago, uh, you know, five years ago, it was uh, probably several hundred million dollar proposition. Now it's a several million dollar proposition. Mm -hmm. And so as the cost of space access continues to, to um, decrease, the opportunity for entrepreneurs increases because who knows who's going to build the next killer app. Awesome. What are you most excited about right now with Astra? Uh, well, first of all, we just yesterday announced our next launch attempt. So we have uh, LV 007 and uh, we'll be launching in a window that could begin uh, October 27th. And we have another window after that if weather or something scrubs us. And this will be an orbital launch for the United States Space Force. And we're going to do a test payload. If it works, uh, then we will have cracked it. We'll have gotten to orbit. And we have the rockets coming off the production line at about a rate of one a month. And we have a backlog of customers we can start to serve. So I'm, we're at that inflection point where all these customers are waiting for us to deliver their stuff to space. And we have a rocket that's almost there that's so exciting okay do you ever want to go to space uh, i want i'm gonna let some people like work it out i'm gonna let some okay. you know some people with nothing see how to shatner does up there and just kind of like <laughs> work out all the bugs first but um obviously it'll be a super fun thing to do awesome well good luck up there on stage and thanks for joining us yeah thanks for having me